Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Hey everybody, DJ Bucky Rhett with you here on Move the Sticks. And we got some good stuff uh, to get to. But I, I do want to start off by saying, uh, Buck, do you, you know, how do you feel about supporting a team that, uh, that pays the best player in the world uh, less money than you're making right now, uh, considering the Dodgers uh, only paying Otani $2 million a year and him deferring all that money. I, I just want to know how you felt about I mean, that, I, if you're I, okay with that. Well, you know what? I like, team, I, like, I like team players, and I think what that shows you is that uh, Showtime wants to put it all about the team. He's going to take less money. He's just there for the team. He'll get it on the back end. Uh, so I appreciate it. I appreciate the best player going to play for the best team in MLB. I love it. Showtime Dodgers. Yeah, I went a long time without go. asking him that. Yeah, I went a long time without asking him that question, but it just it just kind of it just fell out. It just fell out a little bit right there. Uh, all right, well, uh, let's give everybody an update here. Uh, the Saturday showdown is back this Saturday with an exclusive triple header live on NFL Network. You can watch the Vikings and the Bengals at 1 p.m. Eastern, followed by Steelers Colts. And finishing up with the Broncos and Lions in primetime Saturday, December 16th, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. That's going to get us to a couple topics I want to hit here. Uh, first of all, looking at these uh, seven and six teams, when you have these three right here specifically, the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Colts, of those teams, guys, who are, uh, who are we believing in the most? I almost should add the Denver Broncos into that mix with how they've been playing as of late. But, uh, Buck, I'll start with you there. Who do you believe in? Who? Um, I'll say the Bengals right now because the Bengals have the most talent on the perimeter. Uh, when you think about what they have, Jake Browning is just playing a good job of just being a pass-first point guard, but the weapons don't change. You still have to worry about Jamar Chase. You have to worry about T. Higgins. Uh, you have Tyler Boyd who can work the middle of the field. And you always have this running game that's beginning to reemerge with Joe Mixon and Chase Brown. This offense is efficient. Zach Taylor has figured out how to work it with the quarterback. It's a very dangerous team. And the thing that we should know is this team has a Super Bowl pedigree. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago, AFC Championship game last year. If they get close and they can sniff the postseason, they know how to get it done. I think we're beginning to see that materialize right in front of our eyes. 
Yeah, I, I kind of feel like uh, I trust the Colts right now. I think Shane Shane Steichen has proven his mettle uh, as a head coach in his first year in that role there in Indianapolis, dealt with a ton of adversity with the whole Jonathan Taylor situation. They navigated that very well. And then obviously Anthony Richardson goes down first quarter of the season and you turn to Gardner Minshew. Uh, great work, obviously, by the personnel team to bring a quality backup in who's you know a proven starter in this league and has given them some some big time play. I mean, they were... They're on a four-game win streak before falling at Cincinnati uh, this week, and they've got a massive matchup uh, exclusively on NFL Network in the middle game of the triple header this Saturday as they take on Pittsburgh at home. And I like Indianapolis to win that game, and I like them to find their way into that seventh and final wild card spot. Just looking at where they're at in the final four weeks of the season, so they'll kick it off the final quarter against Pittsburgh, as we were talking about, and then. Atlanta, Las Vegas, and Houston, three very winnable games for this Colts team. And if they can get Jonathan Taylor maybe back for, you know, half of these next four games, um, I, I feel really good about the way the defense is playing too. Obviously, this last week notwithstanding, but um, give me the Colts in this one, DJ. Yeah, I like that. I, I think both those are good answers. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Steelers there. I would just add quickly, I mentioned it at the top, the Denver Broncos have won six of seven. And when you look at their schedule mm -hmm. going forward, remaining they got a tough one at Detroit. Uh, that's coming up. That is going to be uh, you know on our on our schedule here. Uh, that's a big one. After that, they've got New England at home. The Chargers, who we're just finding out, are going to be led by Easton Stick for the remainder of the season. Justin Herbert's out for the rest of the year with that finger. Uh, and then they finish mm. up at the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell. I mean, this is if they could beat Detroit. They could run the table, not only get mm -hmm. into the playoffs as a wild card, they're right in the mix to win the division if Kansas City were to stumble down the stretch here. So uh, I would not sleep on the Denver Broncos uh, for sure. Uh, which leads me to the next question, by the way. Uh, in terms of surprises, when you look at that game specifically, is it are you surprised by this kind of emergence of the Broncos, or are you more surprised by the Lions and their, and their collapse? Go ahead, Buck. I think if it is, the Lions collapsed, I mean, this is a team that we thought was was built the right way in terms of like their their toughness, their physicality, just kind of how they've kind of embraced being the bully on, bully on the block. And early in the year, we were talking about this team being right behind San Francisco in terms of their ability to impose their will. Well, the last few weeks, we have seen this team get kind of knocked around. We saw the Chicago Bears really hand it to them. So I'm worried. I'm worried as we're getting into like the stretch run, this team is not ascending, they're descending. And I wonder if they can turn it around. So yeah, I'm worried about the Lions because the Broncos are going to give them everything they want. And the Broncos are beginning to kind of find their way with their identity under Sean Payton. That's a good lesson. Uh, obviously watching the Broncos this season is a good lesson. And, and then just uh, quickly following up on what you're saying about Detroit. I mean, there's a very real opportunity considering what the Lions have left, starting with this primetime matchup uh, in our finale on Saturday night on NFL Network, uh, taking on the Broncos. But then they've got two of their next three matchups are against the Vikings. Um, if the Vikings can find a way here, I mean, you might be talking about the, the Lions like losing the division. And we thought for a while they were running away with this thing. They're sitting at nine and four. The Vikings are two games back and they've got two matchups against the Lions coming up. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, obviously, it depends a lot on what Minnesota does at quarterback there. But I think that part of it makes it even more surprising for me with Detroit is that we're looking at a stretch run here where we're not so sure that they are going to win this division. Now, I think it's still likely, um, obviously, with uh, the attrition that the Vikings have had, but they got to figure out a way here. I mean, like the, 
the, the Saints, you know, have been one of the more frustrating teams to watch, you know, especially offensively. And they gave the Lions a run for their money. Now, credit Detroit for getting a win in that game. But man, they let the Saints back into that game. I mean, you're watching Jimmy Graham, uh, you know, score touchdowns there. I mean, like, there's some issues that Detroit needs to get fixed. Turnovers, one of them. Uh, and then they got to figure things out on the defensive side of the ball a little bit. Um, but I think I am a little bit more surprised at what's gone down here with Detroit. And this is not a full-fledged collapse, DJ, but um, it could be, which yeah. kind of makes everything that much more surprising. Well, and I just be I'd be a little nervous with this Broncos team, you know, when you're getting ready to face this group because defensively they're playing great over the last five, six weeks. Uh, Vance Joseph has these guys very, very, uh, uh, very dynamic with what they're doing with their pass rush right now in terms of guys coming from all over the place. They're going to challenge your communication up front and they cover on the back end. They've got some stars in the secondary. So this defense was talented. We knew that uh, off the last few years. They started out terrible, but they have found their groove. So you're going to have a tough time going up against that group. And on the other side, Situational football, Sean Payton and Buck talks about all the time, right? I mean, end of half, end of game, they're really good on the gotta-have-it drives. Russell Wilson can still use his legs. He's very judicious with when he does it, uh, but he can still use his legs when necessary to get you that key first down. That's going to be a tough matchup for the Detroit Lions. And if they lose this game, guys, Rhett, you mentioned those games with Minnesota uh, with, a, with a visit to Dallas on December 30th. We could be talking about a team that went from kind of the surprise last year, the darlings of the NFL, to one of the bigger disappointments and collapses uh, if they don't finish this thing off right. And it starts with this game against the Denver Broncos. I would be a little bit nervous um, if I were a Detroit Lions fan at this point in time. Um, Rhett, I don't want to spend too much time on this Thursday night football preview, but we need to do it. we got to cover it. I'll be there. It is going to be Easton Stick and the Chargers taking on Aiden O'Connell and the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I I have to go there. I'm going to be there. Can you give me a reason why people should want to watch this ball game? I'm putting you on the spot. Go. Oh, buddy. Um, Max Crosby. I mean, just watch Max Crosby eat. You know, watch him play every snap of the game. Um, yeah, I, that that's... That's really what I'm kind of pointing to here, uh, and especially with a, a younger quarter, a, a less experienced quarterback in Easton Stick, um, you know, who's getting set for a big time moment here. Two five and eight teams, not technically out of it, but certainly feels like whoever loses this game, and and with Herbert now out for the season, the the outlook is pretty bleak for LA. But um, you know, for the Raiders, can they run the football offensively? I know Josh Jacobs a little bit banged up right now. Um, can you get Aiden, Aiden O'Connell back to to managing the game and and you know? using that accuracy that he showed at times to, to push the ball down the field a little bit. I don't know. I, I just think, um, you know, a lot of times Max Crosby is worth the price of admission. So I, that's, that's really the best I can give you there. Deej. Good effort. Uh, good effort. I mean, uh, Buck, like, I would add, yeah. I, I would add one thing real quick, Buck. Khalil Max sacked Aiden O'Connell six times uh, the last time these two teams met. So Max Crosby on one side, Khalil Mack, who, Look, I know the Chargers' defense hasn't been great all year. They've played better over the last month, Buck. But but Khalil Mack, I believe, leads the league in sacks. He should be in the mix for the defensive player of the year. And if he gets another six-pack in this one, he'll be sitting at 21, and you just give him the award. <laughs> I mean, he is playing well. Uh, that's the thing. So, look, there'll be some intrigue there. Khalil Mack playing one of his former teams. Uh, my eyes will be on Antonio Pierce to see if he can do a better job than Josh McDaniels did the first time that they squared off. Lost a tough game, 3-0 to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, 
they're playing better, but let's see if they can get something to show for it. And you're right, Red, both the teams are technically still in it, but it only feels like one of them maybe has serious playoff aspirations, and that would be the Raiders, but they have to win to kind of stay in the mix. I was going to give Red another bite at the apple, but I Adam, think he's exhausted what do you want me to do? all that he has to offer on this game. There's nothing else. <laughs> That's nothing else you can add. We'll see. Maybe this will maybe this will surprise Al. Maybe this will surprise Al Kirk. We'll get a great game, uh, and you know maybe Easton. Maybe this is the Easton Stick game. We've had the the Tommy DeVito games. Maybe this Vito, is the Easton the Stick Brownie, coming out yeah. party here. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We'll see what happens. Anyways, we did our best to sell that game. We tried. We absolutely tried. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back, we will jump into the defensive side of the ball and a defense that's made quite a resurgence after the acquisition of a pass rusher. We'll jump into that right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Chicago Bears... Surprised some people when they made the move to trade for Montez Sweat. They gave up a second-round pick in next year's draft. But you can look at the way the defense has turned around. In uh, weeks 9 through 14, uh, they are 8th in points uh, per game allowed. A huge jump up from 28th where they were previously. Yards per game 4th, used to be 23rd. 4th in yards per game passing allowed uh, after being 30th. And then takeaways, that's been a product of that pressure. 3rd in the league after being tied for 22nd. So major, major improvements on the defensive side of the ball for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Buck, I'll get over to you on this one. I know it's just one player. uh, And still, when you look at the sack totals for the year, I think they have 21. It's still a low total. But Montez Sweat has given this front some life, and it's really transformed this defense. Can one guy, are you going to give him the sole credit here, or is there other credit to go around? No, I think there's a lot of credit to go around, but he certainly made a a difference. And – Montez Sweat had an opportunity to leave, uh, I would say, a very talented front line with the commanders, but he has a chance to be the guy for the Bears. And sometimes when you get more responsibility and a bigger paycheck, maybe you take that responsibility to lead 
the team. And so he's done a really good job with that front line. The other thing that has been in play, Matt Eberflus took over the play calling. After whatever situation happened with Allen Williams, Matt Eberflus became the primary defensive play caller. He has been able to put kind of his own stamp on this defense. This defense is playing much like those Indianapolis Colts defense played under his direction. They're flying to the ball. They're doing a really good job of keeping the ball in front, and they are finding a way to take it away. Um, look, it was a bad situation, but it's really a good situation now that Eberflus has done it. I think he's done a lot to really make a strong campaign to stay on the job because the Bears are playing much better over the last month. Yeah, and I think um, I think Montez Sweat is a big piece of that. I mean, I think when we go back to start this season, this was a team that was virtually w- without any name brand impact edge rushers. Then they ended up getting Unique Ngakwe late and then obviously traded for Montez Sweat, and it's made a big difference. I mean, you know, Sweat's got three and a half sacks in each of his last uh, three games, so he's really making an effort. I mean, you want to talk about the total pressures. I mean, my goodness, he's up near, uh, you know, over 20, uh, up near 30 in pressures since he's joined the Bears in these last five games. Um, he has not slowed down one bit, has not taken him very long to get accustomed to this Matt Eberflus scheme, and I think... Um, we're seeing, you know, that he benefits from it a, a little bit and he's a really good player and I think he's better. And, uh, in fact, I think he's probably far better than anything that you were going to find in terms of immediate impact in the second round of the draft, uh, which was one of the picks that they ended up giving up for Montez sweat. So I think that was a savvy move by Ryan Poles, you know, obviously one that kind of raised some eyebrows like, Whoa, why, why are you trying to do that sort of thing when you can, you know, try to rebuild this thing through the draft. But I, there's like Montez sweat aren't going to be there when the bears are on the clock in the second round um, that can give you that kind of impact. So maybe down the road they could, but ultimately I think that was a big time move and it's proved uh, some heavy dividends. Yeah. Uh, Montez Sweat only 27 years old, by the way. So still plenty of good football left for him. Has the contract done. They're in great shape there going forward. So uh, yeah, no, it's looking like a very good move. Justin Jones, by the way, uh, former charger popped on the tape a little bit when I was watching all their pressures and sacks Mm. doing a nice job there at the defensive tackle spot. Uh, Rhett, I want to, I'll start with you on this one as we kind of transition here with the bears going forward. I said on TV on Sunday, uh, which uh, uh, man, there's a huge, uh, there's a huge Justin Fields fan base out there that if you say anything about the Bears moving on, mm-hmm. they lose their minds. Um, but let's right. for this exercise uh, say that they do something I don't think they will do, which is they stick with Justin Fields, who's played well. Uh, when you look at the numbers in his last 17 starts, it's been pretty good. Um, but hasn't you know had the fumbles and hasn't been able to, to stay healthy. Those are probably the two biggest issues. But let's for this exercise say. They use these two first-round picks, first and fifth overall. They don't have a two currently because of that sweat trade, but they do have uh, one pick in the third round and a couple picks in the fourth round. If we use the Justin Fields model, that they're going to stay with Justin Fields, give him the, the, the fifth-year option, and, and continue down that road and build around him, what would be your priority here in this upcoming draft if you were the Bears, Rep? Yeah, I mean, I think I'd, I'd go offensive line you know, pretty quickly there, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, um, I mean, we'll get into the names, you know, here shortly, but, uh, you know, tackle from Penn state tackle from Notre Dame, you know, wh- where, where are you going? One of those picks, one of those early picks has to be, uh, you know, an offensive tackle here and an offensive lineman, you know, one way or another, I think if you're going to, if you're really going to go for it with Justin Fields and then like, if you're in a, a position to get, you know, arguably the best receiver that's come out of the draft in the last 10 years, you know, I, I'd probably make that move too, if I could. And if I'm getting out of the number, like, uh, All right. So here's the question. If they're staying at number one, they're getting out of the number one overall. I mean, if they're staying with fields, they're getting out of the number one overall pick again. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. 
yeah. So I mean, how, how do we then judge what kind of haul they're going to get? Um, you know, from that type of pick with that type of player available at number one overall, man, that, that's kind of tough to forecast. But um, I, I think offensive line, I, I think you continue to try to beef up uh, the defense a little bit. But uh, I would say offensive line and wide receiver, like, like if we're going all in on Justin Fields. Let's give him every opportunity to win, Buck. You know what I mean? No, I'm uh, I'm with that. And I, I might be more in line with the cam because when I look at the roster, I think this roster still has plenty of holes in it. And I don't know if a new quarterback at the top is going to do anything. <laughs> I know we get a chance to reset the clock at the position, but they still need to upgrade what they do at the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively because they need people on the interior at both sides and they need to be able to dominate. And without Justin Fields, I just worry about that. As everything well, they, the, the Bears turned the lights off on you, I guess, Buck. But um, uh, <laughs> DJ, <laughs> I, I know you're still there. Um, they're, they're not into that. They're like, how do we get this guy off the two? Uh, so, DJ, my question. I think that's I'm a pretty good sign that they might, take, they might take the quarterback. That's it. They're like, wait a second. I think the off no. shut down that idea. They they did. Did. Shut, shut uh, it off. Let me throw this ex- this exercise back to you with another one that we use often here on Move the Sticks. Do you envision Justin Fields, DJ, as a confetti quarterback? Can you picture him with the confetti raining down after winning a Super Bowl with the Chicago Bears? I don't view Justin Fields currently with what I've seen through several years as a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I just don't. I don't see the consistency there. It's it's sacks, it's fumbles, and, and he's done some good things as well, runs the ball. The problem is when you run it like that, you're going to miss games, which he has. I don't think that's sustainable long term. So if you get a chance to get somebody that's younger, cheaper, and better, I think you go in that direction. Then you still have that second pick, that fifth pick, which you can then trade and recoup more assets if you want to get a second-round pick back that you lost in the Montez Sweat uh, trade, I think you could you could get that accomplished. So I still lean towards going to the future with your quarterback and 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 trading Justin Fields, which you'll get a nice haul for. Sam Darnold went for a a two, a four, and a six. So there's plenty there's plenty of assets right there to try and improve around this football team. Bucky mentioned it. This is not this is a team. I mean, let's be honest. A lot there's a lot of holes on this roster still. A lot of places that you need to fill. And I think if you were trading Fields. With those picks, as well as potentially trading your second overall or second first round pick, I think you'll be able to use those resources to build around a new quarterback. I mean, Bucky's back on the screen now. I no longer have the world's largest cough drop in my mouth. Uh, things have really picked up here, Buck. It's great to see your face again, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, they look, they, they turned the lights down on me. I guess they want me to change my opinion. So, yeah, like, yeah, hey, take Caleb Williams or, or Drake May, whoever you want. Chicago Bears says, <laughs> I just want to continue to have the lights stay on Ooh. in my house. So, if that's what yeah. you want, we'll give you what you want. Yes, go all in on the quarterback. They, and look, the and there go the lights. And They're still the clock on. all over. And there you go. The lights, that's the what's lights happening. are still yep. on. We're starting over the quarterback <laughs> clock. There it there is. The lights have given us the answer, <laughs> I think, DJ. There you go. <laughs> yep, there you go. That, uh, well, this has been an interesting show. Let's just say that. It's been a very interesting show today. But we powered through it. Sometimes you got to play hurt. Uh, maybe maybe you have the lights. Maybe you don't. You never know what's going to happen uh, right here. But uh, I appreciate you guys hanging with us a little rocky road, but we made it to the finish line. Uh, we'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 